Welcome to Elevated and Melanated, where critical thinkers can come and discuss inconvenient troops and uncomfortable knowledge. I am your host, KT the Intellect. I'm your boy, DJ the Finesse Kid. And yeah, we just want to thank you guys for joining us uh, again for uh, some uh, more uncomfortable truths. we got a lot of knowledge to go over today. Uh, some very important uh, information we're going to go over, actually. Some Supreme Court uh, cases that we're going to go over. Mm-hmm. That's very important for the people to understand, especially in the midst of uh, this whole jab they're giving out, this injection they're giving out, this V-scene, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, you know, YouTube got a lot of uh, <laughs> little uh, words you can't say. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, but they're... Uh, a lot of people are getting this uh, this injection and not really doing the correct uh, research on it. And uh, the Supreme Court case uh, was sent I, uh, from one of my friends who's also uh, in the knowledge doing research. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very interesting Supreme Court case. We got to go over it, uh, DJ. Just from the topic that you've seen already, what, what's uh, how you feeling about the, today's topic? Um, I feel some some bit of a you know sadness for the people who haven't done their research, but it's also like man, it's also pretty blatant throughout time what these you know vc companies these injection companies have been doing throughout time or the powers that be so i'm just excited to uh you know open up some more layers and uh, let the people know what's really going on yes sir yes sir well i just want to give a little synopsis of what's going on because we want to go deep uh delve into the supreme court uh opinion uh, of it as well and uh it's, it's very wordy it's a lot of legalese in it in uh we're going to go over it and translate it to the people, but just to give a, a quick synopsis of what's going on, right? So uh, through a modified DNA or RNA uh, vaccination, the, MN, um, the mRNA vaccination, the person ceases to be human and becomes the owner of the holder of the modified gen vaccination patent because they, because they have their own genome and are no longer human without natural people, but transhuman. So a category that does not exist in human rights, the quality of a natural person and all related rights are lost, right? So, uh, and that's just a quick (laughs) synopsis over uh, the Supreme Court case we're about to go over from, uh, and this ruling is from way back in 2013. But just just off that, uh, this V-scene they're giving out, right, this injection, it is an mRNA uh, V-scene and, uh, and uh, it's a messenger. Uh, it, it's basically like compared to a computer, right? So mm-hmm. let's say your your uh, your genetic code, your DNA is the code that runs your body, runs your your your, uh, your body as a computer. Mm-hmm. They're injecting a new code into your body or a new operating system, uh, as I say, into your body, right? And uh, because they're basically changing you from a genetic level, uh, they may be, uh, be able to. Uh, circumvent certain human rights that uh, you should be uh, uh, have uh, access to and uh, and maybe maybe able to place patents on uh, on people right and uh, control people through that way and uh, people lose their their human rights so it's very it's very crazy it's very uh, just off the synopsis what you what you got to say to again man it comes back to like we, what we've been talking about is seeing how the how the matrix is formed and then also, trying to figure out a way out of it because that not only on a, on a, what is a corporate scale they're they're do, they have us in that, but also with this, which is a spiritual, I feel like a spiritual alignment that they've been taking us away and, you know, they're trying to break us down. So it's just, I mean, I, on the inside of me, I get hype, like hype, like I want to fight the system, but it's also like, all right, what can we do about it to what, what kind of information can these people know? You know what I'm saying? So we can get get outside of that. No, exactly. And uh, it's about just having the people having the correct information, right? Because mm-hmm. 
the system only exists because the people give it the power to exist. Mm-hmm. So the people can understand their rights, they can more effectively uh, put their rights into force, right, and protect themselves from whatever is going on in society they don't want to go over. But to start with the, uh, <laughs> with the document, right, so it starts off Supreme Court of the United States, Syllabus Association for Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics Incorporated. All right. So, so this is argued April 15th, 2013, and decided on June 13th, 2013. So, each human gene is coded with DNA, which takes the shape of a double helix. Each crossbar is that helix consists of two chemically joint, uh, joined nucleotides. Sequences of DNA nucleotides contains the information necessary to create strings of amino acids used to build proteins in the body. The nucleotides that code for amino acids are exons, and those that do not are introns. Scientists can extract DNA from cells to isolate specific segments for study. They can also uh, synthetically create exon-only strands of nucleotides known as contemporary DNA or cDNA. cDNA contains only the exons that incur in DNA, omitting the uh, intervening introns, right? There's too many people trying to play God, man. That's what it seems like to me. You're not not lying, man. Uh, (laughs) There's too many people, uh, like you said, trying to control... uh, Trying to control nature, not so much control nature, but create an artificial world mm. as a proxy to control everything uh, through inside it. of that world. Yeah, exactly. Because once they take us away from God, or like you said, nature or natural, um, you know, it's like you said, easier for for them to control us. Right, because they'll get into this. They cannot put a patent on natural things. Mm. They can only put a patent on things that are uh, created artificially or synthetically mm. that were not there before. So that. Uh, that's why they have we all the, have all these GMO uh, plants and stuff. Yeah. They can't put a, a a patent on a naturally occurring corn or a naturally occurring like broccoli or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if they can change that the certain genetically uh, structure of that corn of that broccoli, yeah. then they could put a patent on that, and then they could own the seeds. And it's interesting. We're gonna get into this because like if if what is happening, if uh, if what I think is from my understanding correctly, if this happening uh, the way I think it is, and this coincides with how they do GMOs with, with plants and stuff, mm-hmm. they can't control the seeds of those plants, right? So if somebody becomes a transhuman, right? Yeah. And uh, can they control the seeds of that human? You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's mm-hmm. something that we're going to get into when they're taking away people's human rights and things like that. So just off top in this first one, like it says they're creating synthetic strands of DNA. So Respondent Myriad Genetics uh, obtained several patents after discovering the precise location and sequence of the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes, mutations of which can drastically increase the risk of breast and ovarian cancer. Wow. The knowledge, no, the knowledge allowed Myriad to determine the gene's typical nucleotide sequence, which in turn enabled it to develop medical tests. Uh, useful for detecting mutations in these genes in a particular patent to assess the patent's right to uh, isolate an individual's BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes and would give Myriad the exclusive right to synthetically create uh, these types of DNA. Petitioners filed suit seeking a declaration that Myriad's patents are invalid under 38 uh, U.S. Code subsection 101. As relevant here, the uh, 
the district court granted summary judgment to petitioners, concluding that Myriad's claims were invalid because they converted products of nature, because they covered products of nature. The Federal Circuit initially reserved, but on right on uh, on remand in light of the Mayo Collaborative Services versus Prometheus Laboratories Inc., which is a whole nother. Bro, I was going to say these names in general. It's like yeah. there should be a red alert. No, hundred percent. So the uh, so the circuit found both isolated DNA and CNA patent eligible. So so at first they said that uh, Myriad Genetics, this genetic firm, that they couldn't uh, patent the the seed DNA or right the contemporary DNA, the DNA strands that they have manipulated or mutated. Mm-hmm. So because somebody petitioned them, so they got the patent. Somebody petitioned them. They gave them a stay, and and now. Uh, it goes to the Supreme Court, decided they can't have that patent. So the whole point of the petitioners, they're saying that this firm cannot uh, patent this type of DNA or human DNA, right? Yeah. And uh, and what, basically what they're going to argue is that it's not naturally occurring DNA. They modified it. So, so a naturally occurring DNA segment is a product of nature and not patent eligible merely because it has been isolated. But cDNA is patent eligible because it is not naturally occurring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people have to understand, again, the importance of nature, the importance of understanding natural law and how to apply these things to your life. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't understand natural law, you'll be taken out of it and put into a corporate or artificial setting where arbitrary rules can be set up to control your life by by people who are much um, more powerful or have much more resources than you and are concluding to, you know what I'm saying, make you as uh depowered as possible so you don't own anything you don't own no land you don't own any means of production anything anything like that and and we also have to understand that like these people aren't like i I mean from my uh theory that they're not like you and i where they're just they don't care about like harming the next person to get to you know what i'm saying to get their success they're they're really out here trying to do this for a specific reason specific purpose so um although it might seem hard to believe um, these people are really bred like this, unfortunately, or bred or just think like this. Right. And um, there is for sure uh, a subsection of the elite population that looks at the, at the overall population, uh, mm. 80 to 85 percent of them, maybe 90 percent of them, as you, like I said, useless eaters and useless uh, breeders. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like all you do is is consume and breed, you know what I'm saying? And not adding anything to society or producing anything because they made so many of us consumers. We don't produce anything of value for mm. for our for our people for our community, so and like but that's their uh, that's their point of view, you know what I'm saying? Uh, other people's point of views. Human human life has intrinsic value, uh, no matter what you're doing, as long as you're not harming anybody anybody else. And that's mm-hmm. the, the type of stance that I tend to come from. Yeah. But we but we should still you know what I'm saying produce things. But like I said, it, once again, it's just very important that people understand. How uh, important understanding nature is and mm-hmm. communing with nature and being under the correct uh, jurisdiction and form of law. In natural law or common law, you have much more rights as an individual, as a, as a living being person. But in, in the type of law they're trying to get you as under the, this corporate law, the law, the codes and statutes of the United States Corporation, uh, you do not have rights as an individual. You know, there's a bureaucracy and that bureaucracy will dictate to you how you will live your life. Mm-hmm. So to move on, the Patent Act permits patents to be issued to whoever invents or discovers any new and useful composition of matter. But laws of matter, uh, laws of nature, excuse me, natural phenomena and abstract ideas are basic tools of scientific and technological work that lie beyond a domain of 
patent pro- uh, protection. Uh, so Mayo Supra, the rule, uh, the rule against uh, patents on naturally occurring things has limits, however. Patent protection strikes a delicate balance between creating incentives that lead to creation, invention, and discovery, and impending the flow of information that might permit, indeed, spur an invention. So this standard is used to determine whether Myriad's patent claim a new and useful composition of matter or claim naturally occurring phenomena. So, right, so they're trying to determine, is this genetic company, Myriad, are they trying to claim naturally occurring DNA or did they change the DNA sufficiently enough so that it's something different, something new that then they can claim a patent on and control or get the royalties from. So uh, Myriad's DNA claim uh, falls within the law of nature exception, right? Myriad's principal contribution was uncovering the precise location and genetic sequence of the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. Diamond versus versus check. Check Rockberty. <laughs> I, I messed that messed that name up. Forgive me. But uh, under four four seven U.S. three hundred three, it's central to the patent eligibility inquiry whether such action was new with marketed uh, markedly different characteristics from any found in nature. Myriad did not create or alter either the genetic information encoded in the BCRA one and BCRA two genes or the genetic structure of the DNA. It found an important and useful gene, but groundbreaking, innovative, or even brilliant discovery does not in itself satisfy the inquiry. Finding the location of the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes does not render the the genes patent eligible uh, or new compositions of matter. Mm. Uh, Myriad's patent uh, descriptions highlight the problem with its claims. They detail the extensive process of discovery, but extensive effort alone is insufficient to satisfy the inquiry's demands. Myriad's uh, claims are not saved uh, are not saved by the fact that isolating DNA from the human genome serves the chemical bond, uh, severs the chemical bond that binds gene molecules together. The claims are not expressed in terms of chemical composition, nor do they rely on the chemical changes resulting from the isolation of a particular DNA section. Instead, they focus on the genetic information encoded in the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. Finally, Myriad argues that the patent and trade, uh, trademarks office uh, past practice of awarding gene patents is, a, in, is entitled to deference. Citing uh, JEM Ag Supply Inc. versus Pioneer Hybrid International, a case where Congress had endorsed a PTO practice and subsequent legislation. There has been no such endorsement here. The United States argued in the federal court and in the court that isolated DNA was not patent eligible. So, and this is on the, the syllabus, so they're going over what each party is arguing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so they've had they have extended different gene patents before. But what they're trying to determine again is did Myriad change it enough to be considered new information or new matter, something new to bring that they can patent, or is it still naturally occurring? So, and then to finish off the syllabus, cDNA is not a product of nature, so it is a patent eligible under uh, subsection one hundred and one. cDNA does not represent the same obstacles to pat, uh, patent 
patentability as naturally occurring isolated DNA segments. And this is what they can own, right? Yeah, and this is what they can patent, right? So it's creation results in an an exon-only molecule, which is not naturally occurring. Its order of the exion may uh, its order of the exion may be dictated by nature, but the lab technician unquestionably creates something new when introns are removed from the DNA sequence to make cDNA. In this case, it is important to note, does not involve method claims, patents, or new applications of knowledge about the BRCA1 or BRCA2 genes or the patentability of DNA in which the order of the naturally occurring nucleotides has been altered, right? Man, so, this seems so futuristic. It reminds me of, uh, have you seen, uh, the, was it Alien versus, uh, or no, just Aliens, the one when they went to the to the planet and they had those made oh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just Alien, started, that's a classic ass movie. Yeah, you know what I'm the, well, the most recent, was it Prometheus or the second oh, one? Prometheus. Yeah, uh, when, when they went up to that planet, um, when they went up to the planet and then obviously they had their, the maid dude, uh, mm-hmm. who was it? Michael uh, Fassbender. Yeah, 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 David. David yeah, yeah, Michael Fassbender played him. So and he, and he created the aliens. You yeah, know what I'm exactly. As, you know, what I'm saying kind of like a plague, but uh, but yeah, man. So uh, <laughs> what, what I'm reading here is very heavy. So that was yeah. all the syllabus. So basically, what was going to be argued in the uh, in the court case. And so this is the, the the opinion, right? So I'm about to get to the opinion. Yeah. So this is the opinion of the court. Uh, so, Supreme Court of the United States of America, Supreme Court of the United States, excuse yeah, me, I was gonna say. Association for Molecular Pathology, uh, Petitioners versus Myriad Genetics Incorporated, or writ of, I'm, I'm bad with my Latin, on writ of Certipari, uh, <laughs> Certiroari, to the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. All right, so. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court, and this is in June 13th, 2013, right? So, respondent Myriad Genetics Incorporated discovered the precise location and sequence of two human genes, mutations of which can substantially increase the risk of breast and ovarian cancer. Myriad obtained a number of patents based upon its discovery. This case involves claims from three of them and requires us to resolve whether a naturally occurring segment of DNA is patent eligible under 35 U.S. Code subsection 101 by virtue of its isolation from the rest of the human genome. We also address the patent eligibility of synthetically created DNA known as uh, complementary DNA. Wow. No, I'm saying that's crazy. Yeah. So, of complementary DNA, which contains the same protein coding information found in a segment of natural DNA, but omits portions within a DNA segment that do not co- uh, code for proteins. For the reasons that follow, we hold that a naturally occurring DNA segment is a product of nature and not patent eligible merely because it has been isolated. But the cDNA is patent eligible because it is not naturally occurring. We therefore affirm in part and reverse in part the decision of uh, decision of the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. So yeah, so they had to go through the, they had to appeal the case to get to the Supreme Court, right? So mm-hmm. he's saying that right, uh, naturally occurring DNA they can't put a patent on that. You own your body, right? You own your DNA. You own your likeness, right? You you own yourself. But once they alter the DNA, right, in any sort of way. Then it is patent eligible. It's patent worthy, right? So they can put a patent on that on that uh, 
on that DNA strand or that seed DNA, that complementary DNA. That's inside of you. Yeah, exactly. And this was nine, eight years ago. Yeah. When this was uh, argued on and uh, and discussed. So if this Supreme Court case was decided on eight years ago, how long have they been working on this <laughs> this genetic uh, manipulation of people's DNA? Mm. And uh, how much further along in the science are they? In just if, eight years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So to go on. Genes form the basis for hereditary traits in living organisms. See generally association for molecular pathology versus United States Patent and Trademark Office. 702 F uh, supply today, blah, blah, blah. So the human genome consists of approximately 22,000 genes packed into 23 pairs of chromosomes. Each gene is encoded as DNA, which takes the shape of the f- uh, familiar double helix that Dr. James Watson and Francis Crick first discovered in 1953. Each crossbar in the DNA helix consists of two chemically joined nucleotides. The possible nucleotides are uh, adenine, thymine, uh, cytosine, and uh, 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 guanine, uh, each of which binds naturally with another nucleotide. A pairs with T, C pairs with G. The nucleotide crossbar are chemically connected to a sugar phosphate background or backbone that forms the outside framework of the DNA helix. Sequences of the DNA nucleotides contain the information necessary to create strings of amino acids, which in turn are used in the body to build proteins. Only one DNA nucleotide, only some DNA nucleotides, however, code for amino acids. These uh, nucleotides are known as exons. Nucleotides that do not code for amino acids in contrast are known as introns. Mm. Creation of proteins from DNA involves two principal steps known as transcription and translation. In transcription, the bond between DNA nucleotides separate and the DNA helix unwinds into two separate strands. A single strand is used as a template to create a complementary uh, ribonucleic uh, acid or RNA strand. The nucleotides on the DNA strand pair naturally with their counterparts, with the exception that RNA uses the nucleotide base U instead of T. Transcription results in a single strand RNA molecule known as pre-RNA, whose nucleotides form an inverse image of the DNA strand from which it was created. Pre-RNA still contains nucleotides corresponding to both the exons and introns in the DNA molecule. The pre-RNA is then naturally spliced by the physical removal of the introns. The resulting product is a strand of RNA that contains nucleotides corresponding only to the exons from the original DNA strand. The exon's only strand is known as a messenger RNA or mRNA, which creates amino acids through translation. In translation, cellular structures known as ribosomes read each set of three nucleotides known as codons in the mRNA. Each codon either tells the ribosomes which of the 20 possible amino acids to synthesize or provides a stop signal that ends amino acid production. So, yeah, so he's basically breaking down how DNA works, how DNA is replicated, and how RNA is used in that process. 
you know, like he says here, RNA is basically a messenger protein. It's telling the amino acids or the uh, or the DNA what amino amino acids to produce and, and to create to create uh, different structures in your body or mm. different uh, cells for your body, right? But <laughs> you're getting deep into the science, right? As they should at the Supreme Court level. But uh, I hope people are uh, even if you don't understand everything that's being said, understand one thing that mRNA means messenger. And and it's it's basically it's gonna it's altering the DNA uh, according to whatever that RNA says. So D, DNA's informational sequences and the processes that create our uh, mRNA amino acids and proteins occur naturally within cells. Scientists can, however, extract DNA from cells using well-known laboratory methods. These methods allow scientists to isolate specific segments of DNA. For instance, a particular gene or part of a gene which can be further studied, manipulated, or used. And it's also possible to create DNA synthetically through processes similarly well-known in the field of genetics. One such method begins with an RNA molecule, or excuse me, begins with an mRNA molecule and uses the naturally bonding properties of nucleotides to create a new synthetic DNA molecule. The, res the result is the inverse of the mRNA's inverse image of the original DNA Jesus with Christ. one important distinction. Because the natural creation of the mRNA involves splicing that removes introns, the synthetic DNA created from the mRNA also contains only the exon sequences. This synthetic DNA created in the laboratory from mRNA is known as complementary DNA or cDNA. Mm. Ooh, that's a mouthful, Boy. but he, he basically just told you right here. That they're changing, they're able to change the DNA of a natural living organism using mRNA into whatever basically they want to change it into because DNA is very malleable. That's how you have so many different creatures on the yeah. planet. You know what That's I'm saying? That's so crazy. Throughout time, they've always dropped these movies where they've been playing with DNA. You know, obviously the first one I remember or the first thing that comes to my head is the Jurassic Park. Obviously, they were doing that with dinosaurs, but it still like lets you know that they're kind of, you know, Kind of leading leading towards something, you right? One hundred percent, and like yeah, lets you know that they've been having technology like this for a minute because, you know, if they if these movies were in the nineties, you know, what I'm saying who knows what they was working on at that time? Exactly, exactly. So, I just hope people really understand what mRNA means and mm -hmm. what it does. It's a messenger uh, sequence, right, or messenger code that's going to tell the DNA what to do and how to replicate. So they could put a, a, a mRNA in you that tells your D, your uh, your DNA to replicate, you know what I'm saying, some type of cell that shouldn't be in your body or some type of cell that may not be naturally occurring. Mm -hmm. And so this is very big. And so if, if people have done any uh, research on the jab or the VC they given out to people, it is a mRNA uh, injection. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a type of technology they're using in this. And, and that's, that's why. That's a good word you see that you use technology. You know what I'm yeah, because that's what it is. Because it's, it's really technology. Yeah. And people need to understand this. And uh, that's why uh, it, it hasn't been authorized by the FDA it's, or uh, it hasn't been approved by the FDA. It's been authorized under emergency protocol, right? So they, they've they told you, like, we don't know what's going to happen with this. This is all experimenting. And that's a, I think it's a half truth. I think they're able to say we don't know because yeah. they don't know all the possibilities, yeah. but they know some of the possibilities. Oh, yeah. The, so the people at the top for sure. Yeah, so uh, this, I just really want people to 
just just read a little bit more, do a little bit of research. Don't be so trusting of people who have shown you over and over again don't have your best interests at heart mm-hmm. because uh, the United States Corporation does not have the American people's best interests at heart. They're, they're here to tax you out of your wealth. They're here to um, uh, make sure you comply with their little codes and statutes that just gives them more money in the end, more control. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know, man. It's just kind of crazy. beat you down with so much propaganda or, you know, that technically they just try to beat you down in any way that they can to, to where we finally submit. But like he's like, like KT said, man, it's a uh, time to do some research and make sure you know what you're, you know, submitting to because, you know, the chickens will come home to roost eventually, depending yeah. on what you do with your body. Now, obviously it's your body. You can do what you want to do, but um, definitely make sure that you're doing the, the specific research or obviously continue to watch Elevated and Melanated where we drop in the gyms for y'all. <laughs> yeah, we're we going to keep trying, man. It's just it's <laughs> crucial times we're living in. Very, very crucial. So to go on, changes in a genetic sequence are called mutations. Mutations can be as small as an alteration of a single nucleotide, a change affecting only one letter in the genetic code. Such small-scale changes can produce an entirely different amino acid or can end protein production altogether. Large changes involving the deletion, rearrangement, or duplication of hundreds or even millions of nucleotides can result in the elimination, misplacement, or duplication of entire genes. Some mutations are harmless, but others can cause disease or increase the risk of disease. As a result, the study of genetics can lead to valuable medical breakthroughs. Yeah, I bet it can lead to valuable <laughs> medical breakthroughs. But uh, like, I want to point out a few things in that paragraph. They're talking about deleting uh, different sequences, rearranging them, hundreds or even millions of nucleotides at a time. So, like, <laughs> once this uh, information is all ironed out or this technology is ironed out, they're going to be able to do crazy types of splices like i don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. seen batman beyond or anything like that like oh yeah you saw it yeah they had all the an- the, the dudes are like animals like a splice with leopards splice with lions all mm-hmm. types of stuff like this is not gonna be the ability to do that if that's where they want to take it now the other way they say and all those shows animorphs as well like, oh yeah. <laughs> animorphs but uh but yeah but and also but if they want to take it in that direction but like he said it's it, uh they can also uh, change your DNA to make you more susceptible to disease, mm. right? And uh, and all these towers and things that are going up around there. Who knows what 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 that might be? Able to... Yeah, who knows what that? So all this is gonna could increase your risk of disease, right? That's what they say could. Mm. So I mean, I would more than likely it will, because <laughs> an uh, artificial thing in a natural world usually doesn't have as much harmony as a natural thing in a natural world. Like yeah. it's just it's. It's simple. So if your DNA is natural and you live in a natural world, why would you want to uh, change it Alter or God's synthesize beauty. it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So to go on, this case involves patents filled by uh, filed by Myriad after it made one such medical breakthrough. Myriad discovered the precise location and sequence of what are now known as the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. Mutations in these genes can dramatically increase an individual's risk of developing breast and ovarian cancer. The average American woman has 12 to 13 percent risk of developing breast cancer. But for women with certain genetic mutations, the risk can range from 50 to 80 percent for breast cancer and between 20 and 50 percent for ovarian cancer. Before Mary's discovery, 
of the BRCA1 and 2 genes, scientists knew that heredity played a role in establishing a woman's risk of developing breast and ovarian cancer, but they did not know which genes were associated with those cancers. Right, so just something to point out too, like, so it says that they discovered a precise location of certain genes that can increase a person's risk of breast cancer. And also, too, that they're manipulating, I mean, uh, mutating the American people with these mm-hmm. mRNA injections. But if they understand the genes that can increase cancer, they could do one of two things, right? They can help eliminate cancer or they could uh, more readily put things in products that give you cancer so mm-hmm. they can create a bigger pharmaceutical state, right? A bigger medical state where people aren't really cured. They're just cared for in these perpetual uh, like care units Cycles. where you have to keep putting out money, oh, yeah. keep coming back for reoccurring treatment. Whereas if you give somebody a cure, like they're cured once and you can't get more money out of that mm-hmm. person. So just something to keep in mind. So Myriad identified the exact location of the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes on chromosomes 17 and 13. Chromosome 17 has approximately 80 million nucleotides and chromosome 13 has approximately 114 million. Uh, uh, within those chromosomes, the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes are are each other are each about 80,000 nucleotides long. If just exons are counted, the BRCA1 gene is only about 5,500 nucleotides long. The BRCA2 gene that number is about 10,200. Knowledge of the location of the BRCA1 and 2 genes allowed Myriad to determine their typical nucleotide sequence. The information in turn enabled Myriad to develop medical tests that are useful for detecting mutations in the patient's BRCA1 and 2 genes and therefore assessing whether the patient has an increased risk of cancer. And they, they make the machines that the test, they said? Oh, yeah. They, so not the machines, the... the, the uh, they make the test? They developed a, uh, a procedure for a test, okay, right? Gotcha. Right. So once it found the location and sequence for the BRCA1 and 2 genes, Myriad sought and obtained a number of patents. Nine composition claims uh, from three of those patents are at issue in this case. Claims 1, 2, 5, and 6 from the 282 patent are representative. The first claim asserts a, pat- a patent on an isolated DNA coding for BRCA1 polyopeptide, which has the amino acid sequence set forth in sequence ID number two, application 822, uh, sets forth a list of 1,863 amino acids that the typical BRCA1 gene encodes. Uh, all right, so basically going a lot of jargon, blah, blah, blah. So... Myriad's patents would, if uh, valid, give it the exclusive right to isolate an individual's BRCA1 and 2 genes or any strand of 15 or more nucleotides within the genes by breaking the covalent bonds that connect the DNA to the rest of the individual's genome. The the, uh, patents would also give Myriad the exclusive right to synthetically create BRCA, cDNA, in Myriad's view, Manipulating BRCA DNA in either of those fa- fashions triggers its right to exclude others from making its patented composition of matter under the Patent Act. So, yeah, so 
they discovered this this sequence, right? And they're saying that they want nobody else to be able to use it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even uh, develop a test for it. So, but isolation See, that doesn't seem fishy at all. Oh no, that's <laughs> throughout time. Yeah, and uh, there's there's a lot to go over in this in this court case. What I'm gonna do is I'm, I'm gonna link this in the description as well because I do want people to read this right, yeah. and not just listen to me because because I don't want to uh, overload people on the internet with just reading <laughs> legalese for you know what I'm saying an hour and a half straight. But uh, the takeaway should, uh, from this should be is that uh, in 2013 the Supreme Court uh, basically just decided that if you change somebody's DNA sufficiently, that company can put a patent on that person. Or mm-hmm. on on what they change, and then they put that if you inject yourself with something that alters your own DNA with what they've changed, or, or using their patented technology, then you can be uh, become a patent as well. And if you are or own patent, if you're a transhuman, you know what I'm saying, you don't get human rights. And 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 that's something we really got to talk about. Probably do a, a whole other show on just human rights and the difference between human rights and civil rights mm. and right you don't want civil rights you want human rights mm. civil rights as as for debt slaves that's as for second class citizens well technically yeah you're not alive right as a oh yeah as a as a US citizen yeah, right you, but this is what they claim in the court you can easily refute those claims it's just you just got to understand how because it's mm. all frivolous you're uh, you're not your social security number you're not a, a straw man you're not a corporation right no, you're a person, yeah, and you just gotta understand how to claim that blood, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, with that being said, I'm I'm not gonna dive too much deeper into this particular Supreme Court case. I just want to, uh, you know, what I'm saying, go over what's been uh, what they've said so far because it has been a lot, right? So, and and this is eight years ago, just with this one company, and I and they referenced multiple other cases in this case that dealt with genetic patents. So mm-hmm. it's just not just one case, but they're saying that they're able to put patents on DNA that they alter, whether called seed DNA or complementary DNA, which is a nice, it's a nice little word for saying something that we created that uh, we're trying to give to the people <laughs> <laughs> so that we can control them even further from a legal point. Cause if you, cause it really is, if you do all this out of free will, if you take that injection out of free will and it, and it, ha- it is an MRNA injection, but and it has mRNA in it and you take that injection out of your free will, Whoever created that mRNA, if they alter your DNA sufficiently, they they control you. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know how far this is going to go because it's unprecedented, right? Yeah, definitely. Because because with, with genetic modification, like like you look at farmers in India that was buying um, seeds from Monsanto. Uh, there's a, a huge epidemic of, uh, of suicidal farmers in India because they can't farm how they used to. Before they had natural seeds where they can get seeds from their fruit or from their their crop or whatever to replant. You know what I'm saying? But now Monsanto's came in and they can't even use the seeds of their fruit. They gotta buy seeds every year wow. from Monsanto because what they're growing they have a a, 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 a a patent on. So now these people are spent now Monsanto in the kicked up the price of the seeds super high and they can't afford to farm no more. They can't afford to uh, uh, it's feed killed, their family. It's you know killed, I mean? it killed it naturally, right? With, when, with their seeds. They... Yeah, they, they replaced their natural seeds with genetically modified seeds mm-hmm. or artificial seeds, synthetic seeds. And that led to the degradation of farms. And I know that's not just in India, but in America too. Yeah. We have GMO uh, everywhere. Uh, 
and this is going to have huge implications and huge drawbacks. What that what they're going to be, I cannot say because them putting them attempting to put a patent on people on DNA uh, that's never been done, and and far as I know, you know, what I'm saying that, yeah. uh, but uh, I'm sure there's been th- th- things done in the ancient times that we wouldn't we would find hard to believe, yeah. and I don't think that DNA manipulation uh, is outside the realm of happening in ancient times. But in terms of what's been done, Marlene, this this hasn't been done. And uh, the recorded history they show us, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. what? How? Well, I mean, the Vatican might know, but you know, that's a conversation. No, they all they all linked up. <laughs> they know. They, yeah, they, they linked up. So, yeah. how far does this go with their claims? Because they're, they're going to try to stick a claim to uh, what's going to happen, right? So, let's say the outcome of all this nonsense or all this injection is that half of the, the uh, American people are sixty or seventy percent of the American people are no longer considered human, right? Transhuman. And there is a huge transhuman movement. They were uh, walking around a bunch of zombies, essentially, you know? A bunch of zombies, right? And I've, I've seen uh, videos, and I will start doing reaction videos, because a lot of stuff I've, <laughs> a lot of stuff we've seen over the past year and a half that's really making me believe that uh, almost anything is possible with this injection in terms of people being uh, controlled via uh, remotely or, or people, you know what I'm saying, losing <laughs> losing all touch with who they are and stuff or, mm-hmm. or just developing the very, very serious side effects like, you know, palsies or, or sterility or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be consequences to what's going on right now. And right now we're, I feel like uh, we're like in the roaring 20s, you know what I'm saying, like right, like 28, you know what I'm saying, like right before the huge stock market crash, everything was popping, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, bottles popping, everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Girls, little dresses, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a huge depression, you know what I'm saying? Or people literally jumped off buildings because of what they lost yep. uh, materially, you know what I'm saying? But I think this is going to be worse because I there's going to so. be, a, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to wake up one day or, or sometime soon or in the next couple of years and they're going to realize what the effects of taking that jab was. And I don't think it's going to be good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, whether that be uh, a corporation sticking claim to you or claim to your DNA or 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 even worse like you know taking taking your your natural law natural life from you, you know yeah and replacing it synthetically like what if your DNA is reaper you know what I'm saying recycling yeah. it and like ever since you took the, the that jab it's been recycling synthetic DNA like how long does it take before it, it replace oh i know it takes seven years to replace every cell in your body so if you take that injection like and it's and it's replicating uh synthetic dna in seven years you may be there may be no natural dna left in your body or the original dna left in your body and how would that affect you as a person you know what i'm saying like those are questions (laughs) i've been seeing uh crazy pictures as well from like how people's blood looks have you seen that like the pictures of uh, what a normal person's uh, blood cells look like, and then somebody with the injection. No, I have that. Yeah, there's some crazy pictures that I'll have to send you so we right. can post them up. But yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, how how like the blood starts clumping up, things like that. It's it's really in- not interesting. It's really scary about yeah. you know a lot of people that have already taken the vaccine or yeah the vaccine and the injection, and obviously um already having crazy side effects. Right, and uh, also too, I was watching a a, a lecture. It was by a formal naval intelligence officer, and it was given a lecture at West Point. And this is like in 2013, 2014 as well. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how the, the U.S. military, they're working on technology, and they have a technology, that's what he was claiming, where they can inject you with something, and then they can basically can manipulate you, you know what I'm saying, remotely. Yeah. And, and they, you know what I'm saying, have 
this involves certain aspects of nanotechnology and mRNA messengers. Yeah, and then uh, they go to your and they go in, uh, through your bloodstream over to your brain, and they have a uh, they have a method for controlling people. Now, there was a movie that just came out. Uh, it was like Upgrade. Was it called Upgrade? I think it was, that's what it was. But it was basically similar to this, to where how you can be controlled. It was a very uh, yeah Upgrade. It came out in twenty eighteen, uh, but basically this guy becomes like brain dead, and they have to give him. They have to enhance his body with an implant. Yeah, it was called STEM. They had to give him an implant to enhance his body. And eventually, at the end of the movie, the the artificial intelligence takes him over. Like, it makes him put, like, he's in a dream. So it takes his consciousness, puts him to sleep, and essentially is just running his body. Um, and this just came out three years ago. This That's a... It's funny you say that, because, yeah, this compared with AI can be... Like, we're, we're talking about if they were to... Uh, Mail different technologies or mRNA, mRNA uh, messenger uh, vaccines manipulating people's DNA with AI and nanotechnology. They can easily be injecting people with the <laughs> the tools for the computer to take over them eventually, whether mm -hmm. it be tomorrow or ten years from now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're giving them the ability to delaying the inevitable. Exactly. Uh, so all of this is just stuff we need to be aware of, stuff we need to discuss. There are, um, from what I understand, like, I don't know if I mentioned this, but for some people, I don't know if there's a you know complete cure. Obviously, the the cure is to do your research and not to you know not take the not, not take the jab. But um, you know, I, I've been hearing hearing about a lot of metal cleanses as well. Um, that that might be something that people people to look into to start um, researching as well um, to start taking care of our bodies naturally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're gonna want to cleanse from this. <laughs> you know, oh there's yeah, a lot, there's a lot going on in this uh, this entire pandemic, right? That you're gonna want to cleanse yourself from. But uh, but the first you want to be aware, and we just want to you know what I'm saying, uh, wake the people up with a little bit of knowledge, and just present the world as it is to you, not like sugarcoat things, not like you know what I'm saying it's all rainbows and gumdrops, you know what I'm saying, like because the world is not you know what I'm saying, and you, we have to look at the world for what it is and face it head on. Because there really are like I was saying, there really are people out there that are not like you know what I'm saying everyday human beings that just want you to you know prosper and live a beautiful you know, happy, happy life. There are really evil entities and slash people out there that, that try to come for you. So, Yeah. Any, any last words, DJ? Do your damn research, man. Um, I was definitely a person just three years ago who, I mean, I can't say I would have taken the, the, the jab, but I know I was for sure a person who wasn't, who was on the other side, the opposite side of the spectrum who didn't do you know, much reading and things of that nature, because you can fall victim to the to the system, to the matrix, how it works, you know, but, um, you know, by the graces of something higher than me with a couple with a, you know, very intelligent friend, KT, the intellect, man, I was able to understand what the, the value and obviously reading and making sure you're paying attention to what you're doing. So um, if anything, man, make sure you're uh, for your family's sake, for your sake, anything that you're doing, make sure you're paying attention to what you're doing. So, yeah. And uh, and I just want to end it off with this. Uh, like you said, people do your research, but also uh, get prepared. Uh, I uh, this is just my personal personal opinion. For when I see like I don't see this all just going away. Like California and Las Vegas, they're going back into lockdown. They're going to have the majority of the country back into lockdown by the uh, by the end of the year. Uh, so all I want to say to the people is whatever, no matter what you believe. Be prepared and be as self-sufficient as possible. You know what I'm saying? Get your food up. 
get your get your water up, get your bullets up. You know what I'm saying? Like all those things necessary. Uh, don't stop working. I, they want a lot of people to stop working right now. They want a lot of people to stop putting that work. You need to go harder right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You you collecting checks and you just sitting on the couch. You losing right now. People think they winning because they getting free money. If you sitting around, you getting free money. You ain't you losing. You know what I'm saying? You got to put some. Got to put some work in. You know what I'm saying? You got to mm-hmm. organize something because one day, one day, any day can happen where them lights go off, that water go off, and it's just you and the people you know. And y'all got to understand how to survive together. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, that's that's my final word because there's a lot of things going on right now that uh, I don't think you're going to have a very great ending. Mm. And uh, you want to insulate yourself from whatever consequences are coming to people who have not been smart with their time in the last year and a half. They're about to put these uh, eviction moratoriums off. They're about to start putting people out. People are going to be evicted left and right. You're going to be seeing homeless people, uh, a lot of people on the street, elderly people, women. Uh, women with kids, all the type of stuff. You're about to be seeing all that because people use the last year and a half to chill, you know what I'm saying, to the, let other people dictate to them how they should run their life instead of looking at the landscape of the world as it is and making a concerted effort to make a plan to get the get the little slice of heaven that you can get out of this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So create your own world, prepare yourself, you know what I'm saying, and just be ready for what's coming. You know what I mean? And uh Thanks again for joining us here at Elevating and Melanated. Really appreciate it. And uh, peace and love. Peace.